far as I know, we've been watching that and nothing has been said as of yet. So uh, what we'll do, <coughs> we'll continue to uh, divide our services up. Um, uh, Sunday, Wednesday and Friday. And uh, I think uh, we have a pretty good idea of who all was here on Sunday and, and uh, Wednesday, everybody that's scheduled for Wednesday and then uh, Sunday. So this is what we're gonna do. This is gonna be a rotating schedule so nobody will have to get on Facebook to try to figure out when they're gonna attend. What we're, do, we're gonna do is we're just gonna shift the schedule up. So what we're gonna do, those of you that were here Wednesday will be here Sunday, okay? Those of you that were here tonight will be here Wednesday and those that were on Sunday will be on Friday. That way, everybody will be spread out as far as, so So otherwise, if, if tonight everybody would have been here Sunday, but we just want to give everybody just a time to break that up. So remember that, uh, and of course, you want to double check the list. I have a list, I have a, a, a list of names, and then Brother Rich has a list of names. So just remember that if you were here Wednesday, you come Sunday, and then of course tonight, those of you that are here tonight, you'll come Wednesday next week. And those that were here Sunday will come Friday. So that's how we have the schedule set up. So until further notice, uh, we don't know. We've been kind of keeping an eye on everything, but so far no restrictions have been placed on on uh, big gatherings. So other than what we're doing right now, I know they're enforcing the six foot rule when you go into the stores and uh, putting tape out and having you stand here and there. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're putting up their plastic shields and uh, barriers. So uh, they're just trying to do what they can, I guess, to maintain it. So that's kind of how we'll, we'll be operating. And the other part of it is we'll be receiving offerings. The offering plate will be out every service. So if you have offerings and tithe, uh, that way we can just kind of keep, keep it coming in. So other than that, that's all that we have for you now. So if you'd all stand with us and then we'll just pray. Thankful for the Lord that we could come together. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this opportunity again. Thank you, Lord, that we have the liberty to come together and worship you in spirit and in truth. And Lord, that we can hear your word. We ask you to bless your people, Lord. Bless this meeting tonight. God, let your spirit move, O oh Lord, in this place. Quicken us, O oh Lord, and lift us up that we can abide with you, Lord, and Amen. Heavenly places, O oh God, minister to our hearts tonight, Lord. You know our needs, and I pray, God, send your word to us, Lord, that we can receive salvation, Lord, that we can receive deliverance and healing, O oh God. So I pray, Lord, minister in our midst tonight, O oh God. Bear witness to your word, Lord. Let there be a demonstration of your power and of your spirit in this place. Bind us together, Lord, that we can be of one mind and of one spirit. In one accord, O oh Lord, and do a work, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh God, that we can, amen, Lord, be able to be a light for you, Lord, and give us, O oh Lord, wisdom and knowledge during this time, O oh God. Help us, O oh Lord, that we, amen, can be the people that you have called us to be. Bless our service tonight. Bless our worship, O oh God. Bless all of us, Lord. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen. Thank you. 
we need. God, he's the one that's going to get us through it. So that's right. no one else will, you know. So Amen. I just, um, I'm going to hold on to him. And that's right. I know you guys will too because you're always making him here. You're always, you have that zeal, that, that love for him. So I know you guys love him too. And you're going to, you know, be there for him. Amen. That's right. I just want to share something. Uh, no matter what you're going through, no matter what it is, God's going to, he's always there. He's waiting. Yes. He's, uh, a very present help in time of trouble, you know. Yes. He's not very far from any one of us that call upon him. And uh, there was this time, it was like two and a half, three years ago, but I was lifting and I was all about lifting, you know, the supplements and whatnot. And I went to the to the gym all by myself and I was doing deadlifts. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but I was I had I took some pre workout and that stuff makes you feel like you're Superman. And I was going, I was doing good, and I thought I could, okay, I'm going to put some more weight on there. And uh, I went up, and I was, as I was going down, my lower back gave out. And I can, I can hear it and feel like it was like a crunch, like you crunching paper. That's how bad it was. And I, could, I couldn't really stand up or anything. And I had to kick my phone all the way to my stuff, all the way to the door and to my car, and it was the worst pain I've ever felt. And it was so bad, I, you know, I, I started crying. I thought I was going to become paralyzed. Like, that's how bad it was. I was all alone, and I was getting these thoughts, and my legs started tingling and getting all funny, and I could barely move them, and I barely made it into my apartment. And all I could do was tell him, I'm sorry, because it hit me. It was like, I was making the gym and working out my God, you know. I was, I was doing that more than seeking him. You know, I was worried about my look and what I wanted, but. All I did was I told him I was sorry, and I I uh, called the brothers. I called Brother Daniel and Brother Rich because I was like, you know what? I want to have someone pray for me. That's all I can do right now. So they came over real quick, and they prayed for me. And I was to the point where I was leaning over. I couldn't sit or anything. But when the, after they prayed for me, I was sitting there for a while, and the thought in my mind just start walking normal. So I started going, and at first it was kind of funny because I was like, you know, bench down, bend down like this. And, like, and there was, they started laughing. I was like, I feel so old right now. Like, what's going on? And I was walking. I was like, I kept on walking like that. I felt good, like bent over walking like that. But, you know, and then just, just like that, I was going further and further up where I was standing straight up, you know. And I believe it was because of God, you know, and uh, them praying for me, um, him touching me just like that. He's the only one that can do it. Just like that. He's the great right. physician, you know. That's right. And so whatever you're going through, when you feel alone or you're hurt or in your mind, in your, in your physical being or whatever, even this thing that's going around, call to him. We got brothers and sisters. Like the scripture says, uh, call upon the elders of the saints, you know, anoint them with oil and uh, they shall be healed. And that's so true. It's his word. He's, he's, our, he's a healer, you know, and he can do that for any one of us. Don't let this thing fear you, put some fear in you or anything because God is right with us through it all. And he's going to get get us through it. I believe that with all my heart. Um, I just give him all the praise, glory, and honor. Anybody else have a testimony? Sister Dean. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want to thank the Lord for being uh, present tonight. <clears throat> Of 
It's not based on what I do. It's based on his love. Yeah. You know, um, I was sharing with Sister Betty here a couple uh, days ago. I, I check in stuff that's returned. You know, stuff people don't want and they send it back. And got this pallet and I, I bring it over to my station and it's got six generators on it. I'm thinking, well, the church could use a generator, right? We're always talking about we need a generator. Well, I got one great big one, two middle ones, and two little ones. And I go, hmm. So I go to check in the great big one, and it says, do not restock scrap, which means we can buy it. Wow. I'm like, yes, Lord, yes. Yeah. You know? So slap my name right on it, you know, and I'm like, thank you, Jesus. You know, and then I let Sister Betty know, and then I look up the price. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I said, God's got a way for this. God's got a way for this. And checked them all in, you know, they were all scrapped. You know, my boss said, well, just put them over there. They're a hot commodity. And he goes, wait a minute. That's a 3000 He said, you can't have that. And I went, no. He goes, no, you can have one of the littler ones, but you can't have the big one. I said, but our church. I said, God's going to make sure I get one. Mm-hmm. You know, so I put my name on a little one and keep going. And there's this big old box at the bottom. And I'm like, can't move it. Don't know what it is. It's like Christmas every day up there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm unwrapping my Christmas gift, you know, and I've already told Sister Betty, sorry, we can't get the big one, you know, but we'll get the 2000 at least, you know, instead of a 3000 we'll get a 2000 And I said, it's ours already. And I'm unwrapping this big box, you know, and God knows my heart. God knows the needs of the people. Yeah. Here is sitting a 3,000. Uh, and I went, my name's on this one. You go, yeah, you can have that one. Wow. You know, so I, I'm trying to calculate the cost, you know, and I told Sister Betty approximately what it would be. And so my boss figured it out that it was $15 less than what uh, I thought, you know. But, uh, God is so good. Yes, he is. God is so good. You know, when we think we get it all figured out and we've got it going our way, you know, God says, hold on, it's not your way. You know, and I'm just, I'm feeling so blessed today. You know, um, I was sitting in the clinic today. I got kicked out. Uh Uh, My dad had an appointment. They said, you can't go in, but he can. You know, so I'm sitting there waiting for my dad to get done, and somebody comes out and they're like, they won't test me for coronavirus. How dare they? Uh-huh. And I'm like, you want? You want COVID? Yeah. You know? And it's like, God doesn't give me that spirit of fear. Right. Yeah, I was in Walmart, people are like, coiling the shots yeah. off, and I have a little bag of rice and a couple sticks of celery, and yeah. they're like, you can't live off that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm not worried. Yeah, that's right. I'm not scared. Yeah. I don't have the spirit that's of fear. Right. That's right. I have an overcoming spirit. Yeah, that's right. I have a God who's going to provide no matter what. Yeah. You know, uh, 
set in motion what he set in motion. Right. Yeah. We've read the end of the book, I believe. Right. It says we win, right? Yeah. So I'm just so thankful to be in the presence of God. You know, I'm so thankful that I'm one of the chosen ones. You know, I, I'm so thankful for his presence, his mercy. You know, these, these little cookie crumbs he keeps throwing yeah. out to us. Amen. I'm so thankful for that. You know, there's so many things to be thankful for. You know, I don't know if anybody's seen any of my posts. I've been out walking two, three miles every morning. Wow. Last year, if y'all remember, I had a little buggy. I couldn't quite yeah. do that. <laughs> so I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. You know, so thankful, you know, for having a wonderful family. And, you know, we, we're locked in, right? So we're not really, we're not doing anything different than we used yes, to. Right. You know? <laughs> God is so good. God's already prepared a way for us. He's already prepared a victory for us. Yes. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for the word tonight. I'm so thankful for all that God's done, for all the mercies he's Amen. poured out, you know, uh, that our families are safe, that they're in the hands of a mighty, mighty God. Yeah. You know, I just think of the, the people that aren't as fortunate as us. Yes. You know, the, the people in Italy.
-hmm. and just talk to God, you know, and, and start my day out with peace and just happiness. And it's beautiful to be able to, to do that. I'm so thankful that I can because a lot of people, whether they know it or not, that's what they're looking for yeah. and that's what they need. And I'm thankful to be able to be a witness for him, to serve him, and to be here tonight is, I don't know, the past. I walked in Sunday night and I was like, man, it looks so empty and I almost felt sad at first. And, but that was just my flesh, you know. And the Holy Ghost got a hold of me, sir. I had a great service myself. I don't know about anybody else. And I was hooting and hollering and crying and praising and, you know, it just it felt good. I love, I love this life. I love it with all my heart everything that I am and I'm thankful to be here with all of you and you know it's just let's keep on going and keep on keep on fighting. Yes. So I just get challenge you sing. I just want to share one last thing before I turn it over to Pastor Lives. Something amazing. Well at first it wasn't amazing, but the the, the confirmation and witness afterwards was awesome. Um, you know, I don't dream too much or, you know, some people call it uh, sleep paralysis, but it's it's pretty much spiritual attack, you know. Um, when you're seeking God, when you're, you're doing what you can, demons don't like it. But, you know, I got attacked one night and in the dream I was uh, um, wrestling this, this great big wolf and it was so big it could almost fit me in its mouth. But I was wrestling with it, and as it pinned me down, I started calling out to Jesus. And I, I was rebuking it in Jesus' name, binding it. And after uh, two, two times, I woke up, and I could feel that thing leave. And the thing about it was I didn't know Sister Rihanna um, that same night. Um, she felt the unction to go and check on her daughter. She felt something wasn't right. So she went over there, but her daughter was fine. And... And she started praying, pleading the blood and whatnot. And then she saw over at my place a big white uh, uh, light, of white light come from our place. Mm. And so it's like, wow, that that is something, you know. Wow. Her seeing that, mm. that's and it's like um, the Lord and His angels that came at that time, you know. As I was going through that, I was praying, and they just they made that enemy flee. Yeah. You know, that was God, and awesome. He came, you know, and. The, the awesome thing about it is, is uh, having a sister in the Lord. At that time, I thought I was alone, but yet someone else did, you know, was um, praying as well. And, you know, that brings God in. As we draw nigh to him, he draws nigh to us. So he came yeah. that night. And he came and he he made that, that demon leave, whatever it was, you know. And that was so awesome when she told me that because I, I shared that with her. She told me that. I was like, wow, that had to have been the angel, you know. Yeah. that came to our aid, you know. He's a very, he, he secours us, you know. He, uh, he comes with our aid, you know. So that, I thought that was so awesome. God's always there no matter what. You just plead your blood, call out to him, and he's coming on the scene. You know, he's our real Amen. superhero. He's our real rescuer. Amen. So, uh, That's right. I just want to greet you all in Jesus' name. I love each and every one of you. Keep on going. Um, uh, overcome that spirit of fear because it's nothing compared to God. So, That's right. Uh, with all that, um, greet you all in Jesus' name and turn it over to Pastor. Amen. 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 So I hope everybody is uh, kind of uh, understands how we're going to do the services this coming week. Uh, it's all going to shift so that way you, know, you won't be 
service to attend. So if you need to double check, you can check with myself or Brother Rich, and uh, we'll probably make sure that I post it on Facebook. So, amen. Without further delay, I'm going to ask Brother Dan to come up tonight and just to take his liberty and minister to this word of God. Amen. amen. Yeah. Seriously, nobody understands it. Why? Why? You know, it makes no sense, does it? Yeah. It makes no sense. And so you think about it, and I said, and they even said it. I heard the, the, the mayor of Watertown even said it. Said, do not read what's on your phone. Yeah. Right. That's what they said. The experts are saying, don't read what's on your phone because it's not the truth. Yeah. I heard one of the doctors there in the, the press conference today, she goes, 
seriously, this thing is not looking anywhere near as bad as some are trying to make it out to yeah. be. I was one of the people that are in charge, right? And again, it's because of the numbers. Yeah. Okay. And so then I heard another statement. It was Governor Cuomo said this, and it's, when I heard him say it, I'm going, listen to what he just said. You see, how many of you remember 9-11? Yeah. Okay. Younger people, you don't remember that. Whole, you remember what happened and everything like that. But as older people, we remember that everything literally turned upside down yeah. in the country. Uh -huh. I remember taking my son... My son Jake to the airport so he could fly back to Maine and I remember I went through the thing and I set off the alarm and they said go stand over there and I go in this corral and there's two guys with guns guarding me uh -huh. until they could check me out. And I remember them days. Yeah. That's what it was like after 9-11. But this world has changed like night and yeah. day since 9-11. You young people, you've just grown up in it, and it's normal to you. But believe me, before 9-11, it was a different world. Mm -hmm. We were free before 9-11. Yeah. 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 We aren't free anymore. Nope. So I heard, I, I heard the statement that the governor said, and he goes, I looked at my granddaughter, and she's watching, she's watching what's going on and everything. And I realized, I said, that her life is never going to be the same, yeah. and there's going to be big changes ahead. Yep. And I say, wow, did I just hear him say that? Because mm -hmm. the Lord's been talking to me, yeah. right? And I just heard, I heard that. Heard President Trump said, they said, we got to shut the country down. Who ever heard of shutting a country yeah. down? <laughs> That's never been done in history. And yet, how many countries in the world are shut down? Yeah. So what in the world is going on? And I thought about it thought about it. I said, Lord, what in the world's going on? And then I hear little things that people said, and it's like, oh, I get it. There is going to be big changes. And I thought about it, and I said, this is going to be the foundation or the perfect platform for the mark of the beast. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Here's why. Anyone hear about the Amazon store <clears throat> you want to put up everywhere? How many of you ever heard of the Amazon store? Mm -hmm. A few of you. This is how the Amazon store works. You walk into an Amazon store and you got your 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 I call it the what's the thing they call the Star Trek? What's the they call it? The you know a little thing that goes the tricorder? Yeah, yeah, whatever the thing is, so you can communicate with the mothership. Yeah. Your phone. Yeah. So you can communicate yeah. with the mothership. So all you gotta do is go up there, you go in there. Scan your phone, they know you're there. Mm -hmm. You go in the store, you buy anything you want in that store, you bag it up, and you walk out the front door. Yeah. It knows where you went, knows what you took, and it deducted the cost of everything you took out of your yeah. bank account. Yeah. Nobody touched anything. See, we're gonna come, we're gonna turn into a society of germophobics. Yep. Now, I'm going to say this because I'm old enough. How many of you have ever had the mumps? Mm -hmm. yeah. You had the mumps. How many of you had the measles? Yeah, maybe. Had the measles. 
How many of you had the chicken pox? I've been, yeah, been a few more. Pox. All right, I was gonna say, that's a new one. They've just got a virus for now. How many of you had scarlet fever? My dad did. Yeah. Okay. So I'm raising my hand because of this. Okay, I went through this, believe me, compared to that stuff I went through, this is nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. You literally have a less than 1% chance of dying from this thing. Yes. Seriously, by the numbers. So this world has gone crazy. And so what's turned the world crazy? The media. Yeah. Yep. The media has turned the world crazy. And guess who's in control of the media? The prince of the power of the air. Yep. See? So everyone's in a panic. And you know, Dina said something, and I too, I'm so grateful I'm in South Dakota. Yeah. I think yep. our governor's done a great job just keeping everything nice and calm. Yep. I think she's done a great job. But in Italy, you realize they have to stay in their houses at gunpoint? Mm -hmm. You know that? Yep. They have troops in the street making sure people stay in their houses. Yep. Man, am I glad that's not here. Yeah. Glad it's not here. And I just, and it's like, man, um, man, I'm so, man, I'm so pumped up. <laughs> so many things are going on in this world and they're happening so fast. Yeah. And I'm going, man, you better be ready. Yeah, yeah. come on. All I can say is you better be ready. Right? Amen. <clears throat> and uh, that's all I want to say on that. <laughs> but what we're talking about has everything to do with it. Because... <laughs> Let me sum it up like this. It's better to fear the one. Come on. It's better to fear the one who created the germ. Yes. Than to be afraid of the germ. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That germ was created by God. And let me tell you, don't think for one second that Satan made that. And don't think that man made it because man hasn't created a single thing. Yes. Satan hasn't either. God creates everything for his will and his glory. Yeah, it's all part of his plan. Amen. So, man, I, it's so funny when I was studying this, you don't, I erased so many things. Man, I must have had 20 scriptures just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. Because I was like getting so fired up. But, you know, you realize that when we obey the Lord and we're walking with <coughs> the Lord, we don't have a single thing to worry about. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got to get back on what I was talking about. <laughs> I, let me show you where we're coming. Let me show you where we're coming. I got a paper today from my employer. This says that I am an essential worker. Now, the company I work for is based in Minnesota, and Minnesota is in a lockdown. Yeah. So if you're out driving down the road, the police pull you over and they say, what are you doing? You better pull this paper out to let them know what you're doing. Yeah. Yep. If not, you could get arrested. Yep. That's where we're getting. Yep, that's that right. something? Wow. got it right there. And then, going into Casey's. Yeah, I hadn't been in Casey's for two or three weeks. Got up real early, I had to go down to Sioux City. I said, well, I'll get a cup of coffee on the way to work. So I stopped into Casey's. And I all have my coffee cup that I 
Can't take How it. How many beers have I been using in coffee cups? Can't take them in there. <laughs> got it right out of the dishwasher at home, and I said, I'm going to get some coffee and cases on my way to Walk into cases down in Sioux City, and you'd have thought I brought anthrax in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there putting equal in my cup, and a guy runs over to me and says, Sir, did you bring that here from outside? And I looked at him, and I'm going, Oh, this wasn't outside. He goes, did you get that inside the store? And I said, no, I brought it from home. You can't have that in here. <laughs> See the signs? And there's signs all over the place. And it's like, <laughs> this is stupid. You uh -huh. use your fingers to dispense the coffee. Yeah. You used your hand to open and close the door yeah. in the store. But right. I can't bring my coffee cup from right. home? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Insanity. Yeah. Boy, am I glad I'm safe. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Okay, let's get into the Amen. word. Amen. <laughs> all right. I'd like you to all turn to Hebrews 11, 1, Hebrews 11, 1 and 2. And this is going to probably be the, the key verse of everything we're talking about. I, I, I want to bring to you tonight. The Lord Thanks. put this all on my heart, and I just, it's just, you have no idea how much I want to encourage all my brothers and the sisters of the Lord to just stand. Yeah. Do not get wrapped up yes. in this insanity that's going on in this world. Because it's insanity. It's, it's wow. Yeah. Never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Never, ever. Man. We went through things way worse than this. More yes. people died from it. Man, like half, three quarters of the people that came now or something would die from it. And yeah, the world kept going. Yeah. Nothing times. Started, but nope. We're in those days. That's right. We're in those days that people want to believe a lie yeah. instead of believe the truth. Come on. And I'm, and I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about plain, honest yes, goodness, yeah. and truth. Yeah. Yeah. They would rather live in an imaginary world than see the real one. Yes. Wow. Okay, Hebrews 11, 1 and 2. And I won't say charge. It is Friday night now. This is really strange to put this on a Friday night. Okay, if you're all there, it's, this is what it says. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God yes. so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Amen. Mm -hmm. So let me sum that up. Everything you see, everything you feel, everything you experience, was created by God. Yes, sir. Not by man. So we don't have to fear man. Amen. Okay, let's pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord, Lord I pray, Lord pray. Jesus, that you would just pour the Spirit out on us, Lord. Give us open ears, Lord. Give us understanding of your word, Lord. Minister to you. Lord, edify us, Lord. Build us up and encourage us here tonight, Lord Jesus. 
Lord, bless your people, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And I'll say, you may be seated if you want to. Because this stuff gets me fired up. I just, oh, man. You know, it's neat. You read in God's word. How many times has God never kept his promise? He's always kept yeah. it. Always has. You know who are the ones that accuse God for not keeping his promise? We do. Yeah. You know why? Because we didn't wait long enough. Yes. That's right. That's right. Let's let's all turn to Let's turn to Genesis chapter 13. We're going to go way back at the beginning. We're going to talk a little bit about the father of faith. All right. We know is Abraham. I'm just going to read a few verses and then we're going to get to a statement in this Bible. It's one of the most profound statements in the entire word of God. We're going to get to it here in just a second. But in Genesis 13, 16, it says this, and I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, yeah. then shall thy seed be all be also be numbered. Amen. Now, that was a promise made to Abraham. Yeah. Okay. Abraham had no kids. Right. And yet, because of Abraham's faith, God made these promises to him. Yes. Abraham was seventy-five years old when this promise was made. Okay. 75. Man, I'm, I just turned 60. And I can't imagine being 75 and God saying, you and your wife, you know, out of, out of you, Abraham, yeah. mm -hmm. there's going to be so many descendants that you can't number them. Yeah. And if anybody can number them, that's how many it'll be. Wow. Yeah. wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So now let's turn to uh, chapter 21. Okay, now we know, okay, because, so I don't spend a lot of time talking about it, because you all know what happened. The promise was made, and uh, <coughs> Abraham, all excited, told Sarah, told his wife, he says, this is what God promised. Right, this is what God promised, right? And so there's Sarah, an old lady, way beyond being able to have any kids. Way beyond that time. And she goes, hmm, this must be what God meant. You can have children by my handmaid, which was a tradition back then. So Abraham says, yep, that's got to be it. So they take things into their own hands, and what happens? Yeah. A disaster. Yeah. Yeah. And 
It's so neat. Whenever every, anyone ever challenges things, this is just a bunch of baloney. Uh -huh. When the older I get, the more you look at the world, it's like every single thing in this world fits right into this yeah, book. It does. Mm -hmm. Because is where you have the Arab nations to this day. Yes. You talk to people in you talk to people in Saudi Arabia. And you talk to people in Israel, and guess who their father is? Yes, Abraham. Abraham is the father of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All because he took, he did not, he didn't wait for the yeah. promise. Yeah. He took things into his own hand. Don't lean under your own understanding. Yeah. yeah. Take it from someone who's learned the hard yeah. way. Yeah. Right. It ends up in a disaster yeah. every time. It never works out. It never works out. Only the way the Lord wants you to do it, that's the way it works out. You've got to be patient. So in chapter 21, verses 1 through 5, this is what it says. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time for which God had spoken to him. Amen. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, who Sarah bare him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. Wow. How many of you have the patience to wait? 25 years. Wow. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. That's something. So when I think back at my age, let's see, I would have been 35. It's hard for me to remember a lot of the stuff I did at 35. Yeah. <clears throat> how to remember. Just how to remember. That's a long time yeah. ago. 25 <laughs> years. Yeah. yeah. How old are you, Brother Cinema? See, you're not even 25 years old. Wow. Man. Wait on the Lord. Now, here's the here's a verse. Two verses. Found the other one in, in the New Testament. But let's go to Genesis 18:14. One of my favorite statements in God's word. Genesis 18, 14. Here's the question. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Nope. And I was telling Sarah, Sarah, you know, God made you, Sarah. If yeah. he wants you to have a baby, you're going to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Man, think about it. Our God can spit in mud and make eyeballs. Yeah. 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 Wow. Don't see that in any Hollywood movie. No. That's right. Yeah. And that really happened. Yeah. Yes, it did. Amen. That didn't come out of Hollywood. No. Nope. Hollywood can't even come close. Nope. No way. So in the New Testament, turn to Luke 137. You're going to see it again.
And you know what's so neat about it? Is this verse, okay, Luke 137, it says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's so neat about that? You know what that's talking about? Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth was old, and she was having a baby. Yeah. See? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. New Testament. Isn't that something? Wow. <clears throat> and we all know who she was carrying, right? Yeah. 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 Greatest prophet ever there was. Amen. Abraham had to wait for the promise, and so do we. Yeah. There's so many things, and I, well, I am amazed when I think the older I get and the more I walk with the Lord, and any elder will tell you this, anyone who's been walking with the Lord for years will say the same thing. The thing that you've got to learn, and it's so important, is patience. You have to wait on the Lord. Yeah. You have to. And he'll come right at the right time. That's right. Exactly on time. His timetable, not your timetable. Yeah. It's amazing. I thought, you know, this thing that's going on, you realize that chicken pox is probably just as contagious, if not more contagious, than this thing? Yeah. You know why nobody cares about it anymore? Because you can just get a shot for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can't get a shot for this yet. Mm -hmm. So, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I might get sick. Right. And it's like, man, the people that are whining about getting sick, man, they call in sick all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they're yeah. sick all the time. And yeah. So what's the difference if you're really sick? Yeah. <laughs> really oh lord was really hammering on me he says man you gotta stop thinking that way you gotta have compassion because they just don't know any better yeah they don't have that hope and assurance and they don't have that like you have it uh -huh. they live in it they're, they're in this world their god is man's intelligence yeah and whatever man tells them that's the truth that's yeah. gotta be yeah. the truth <laughs> that's right because they've got all kinds of wallpaper yeah and it says they're smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you some stories like that. Over in the yeah. university, I, yeah. I just look at some of the certificates on the wall. I shake my head. I go, they are really proud of that. Yeah. And they're for the silliest thing. And yeah. it's like, oh, my word. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Now there's a story here, and I want to I, I want to share this with you. Some of you may have heard the story, and it's a perfect example of believing in our God, believing in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, how many of you ever heard of the man who who uh, the tightrope, the man who walked the tightrope across Niagara Falls? Okay. You, ever, you ever heard? Yeah. Okay. Some of you haven't heard this. Mm -hmm. But there was a man who set up a tightrope across Niagara Falls. How many of you have ever seen Niagara Falls? Oh, good, a few of you. Yeah. Pictures. It's pretty neat, man. That water's coming down there and it's just roaring. That mist. Yeah. I remember going in the summertime, you see that mist, that nice cool mist comes over. It's like, ah, oh, it feels really neat. Yeah. It's thunder. It's just all this 
turmoil, and just all this going on, and puts a, puts a line across there, and he walks across it, and so then he, he walks across, comes back, and he says, how many do you think I can do it with a wheelbarrow? Oh yeah, sure you can. You know, so he gets a wheelbarrow out, goes across, comes back. He says, how many of you believe I could do it with a person in it? Oh, yeah, we all believe you. Okay, who wants to get in? <laughs> that's good. See? Yeah. yeah, that's good. So it says, so the reason I'm saying this, and it, it is, it, this, is, this applies to all of us, applies to me. But it's one thing to say that we believe. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to put that into action. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. yes sir. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that, that, that picture of that, the, the person going across that tightrope with a, with a wheelbarrow, and, it's, and everyone, oh, I believe you can do this. I believe you can do that. And it says, okay, then hop in. Yeah. <laughs> Not me, you know? Yeah. But, that's, but, but see, the, the reason I'm saying that is, it, and the reason the Lord put this on my heart, and I just believe this with all my heart, I mean, the Lord's really put this on me. And it's like the day is coming when our faith is going to be challenged. Yes. It's coming. And it's like, I don't know when, but it's coming. Yeah. And it's like, our world has turned into a world where there's no right and wrong anymore. Mm -hmm. Where evil is now good, mm -hmm. perversion right. is good, but moral values horrible. Yep. So restricting. Oh, they're so restricting. You know, you're so narrow-minded. Mm -hmm. If anyone calls you narrow-minded, say thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's right. We're on the narrow road, okay? Just like that. Yeah. Yes. You know, and it's like. You're not very open-minded. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm only open-minded as far as this lets me yeah. Amen. Amen. Because there's some things he wants you to be open-minded about. Yeah. Just, man, you imagine what heaven's going to be like? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Remember, Brother Welch, remember Brother Welch talking about heaven? He'd go bananas, man. He'd be running around. He said, just think about it. You could be in one place and say, man, I'd like to be over here. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Amen. You know? <laughs> you know? Oh yes. Underwater. <laughs> Swimming. Amen. Amen. Walking down the street and the the gold is so pure and oh. looks like it's crystal clear. Yeah. Mm. Wow. My my. Ooh, just get goosebumps. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. See if gates made out of pearl and yes. made out of a single pearl. Yes. Not a bunch of little pearls. Yeah. Yeah. One pink pearl. Wow. See, we got something to be excited about. Yeah. Yep. There isn't Amen. anything in this world that's worth that's right. that's giving right. your life for. Yeah. That's Not, right. Man, I've learned some hard lessons. Yep. To this day, I'm paying for the choices I made yes, years sir. ago. Mm -hmm. But... It's all under the blood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hang on to. I mean, Satan, man, you'll be tired, you know, worn down. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're the worst person. Yeah. 
you remember when you did this? Yep. Yeah. Remember when you did that? Yeah. You know? And it's like, that isn't God. No. That mm -hmm. is not God. That's not the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That is not. That's Satan trying to get you to turn around and look yep. down. Yes. That's right. All that is. And I mean, I can't stand it when you berate in church and you listen to the word and everything, and there's old Satan just yeah. Yep. something yeah. in your mind and yeah. it's like yeah. man I'll, I'll go no I don't want to yeah. think that yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who is it Sister Natasha back over at Apostolic Faith I'll never forget it she was a new saint and everything and and I, she sat I think a couple of rows behind where I sat or whatever I, I can't quite remember and and she goes I remember her saying to, she was saying to me she goes yeah, she goes, man, I can't. She goes, I don't like it. She goes, you know, I'll be in church and I'm trying to listen to what's being said and everything, but it's like, man, all these thoughts will come into my mind and all this stuff. And she goes, I don't like that. And I said to her, I go, Natasha, welcome to the world of being saved. <laughs> and I said, just say no, I don't want that. Get behind me, Satan, and just get back on course. I said, have you ever noticed me shake my head in church? And she goes, yeah, I have. And I said, it's because I don't want to think what the thought is. Yeah. 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 No, I don't want to think that. Yeah. And so it's like, so I've got to keep a mind on the Lord, Amen. not what's around us. Amen. Um, we say we believe, but do our actions show it? Mm. Now I'm going to say this, and I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Don't want to offend anybody, but if you're offended, that's on you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not, this isn't what I was going to speak on, but the Lord just put it on my heart, so I got I to gotta say this, okay? Amen. One of the hardest things for people to believe God with is Money. Yes. Money. Yeah. It's hard. That's yeah. a bad word. If I said it was easy, I'd be lying. Mm. Right. Because your nature and just the way you are and everything, the way we're geared and everything, is we think, we think, yeah. we think yeah. this is yeah. the way we think, what we see and Material. what we do. We don't think eternally. We think right now we think you know whatever we're doing and everything and it's like in God's word it says um, you know when we when we give our tithes and offerings and, and, and pastor was it was awesome on Saturday what he said tithes isn't your blessing mm -hmm. that was so awesome yeah. when he said I haven't heard that in years and it's like that's the truth yeah. tithes are not your blessing mm -hmm. That's what's required. Yeah. yeah. If he gave you a hundred dollars, is it too much for you to give him ten dollars yeah. Right. Yeah. That's Can right. You buy on 90? Yeah. But where the blessing comes in is in the offering. Yeah. yeah. That's where the blessing comes in. So anyway, God's word says, if you're serving me and you're obeying me, I've got your back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I get into situations and all of a sudden all these things are going to go through my mind. Oh no, they're going to shut my power off. Yeah. They go, oh no, 
this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And it's like, never happens. No. Yeah. Doesn't happen. That's right. But you still paid your tithe. Uh -huh. Still paid an offering. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it's like, Brother Welch, and he said it, and, I, and I'll never forget what he said. He said, paying tithes and offerings is kindergarten faith. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's good. Because he says, if you can't believe that, there's absolutely no way Woo. in this world you wow. can believe that he can save you. Come on. That's right. That's yes, right. that's good. I'll never forget. Remember when he said that? Kindergarten faith. That's kindergarten. You get past that, you're on your way. Because when you have victory over that, now, and I shared that one time, I taught one time on that. What you don't realize is the money that you possess, that is your life in a tangible form. Okay? You worked for that. Some people obviously are worth more than others, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> But what it is is you're compensated for your life, the time you spent. Yeah. Okay? So now it's in tangible form. That's what you buy with, you do all that stuff with. Yeah. And so what you literally are doing when you put something in that plate Come on. that's a part of your life. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. When you look at it that way, wow, it kind of changes the yeah. whole yeah. scene when it comes to money. And then you realize, man, can't pay the, can't pay tithes and offerings, but man, I gotta get that TV. Uh -huh. I gotta get that TV, or I gotta get cable. Yeah. Uh, or gotta go to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm just yeah. saying all Tell that it. stuff. Y'all yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. All right, preach it. And preach it's it. like, I was there, been there. Mm -hmm. Learned so many things the hard way. Yeah. So many things the hard way. But when I got the victory is when I started obeying. Yes. And that's when I started Amen. getting blessed. Yes. And blessed. Yes. Like, mega blessed. Amen. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this. I don't know if I want to say this because I don't want to wreck my blessing. Dean and I had a bad year financially. It was horrible. <laughs> now you say, well, Brother Dan, you built a new shop. It's like, yeah, that shop was all paid for. That was all part of the deal when we built the addition on the house or everything. That was all that was all that, right? We didn't none of that came out of our pocket. And it was like it did eventually, but what I mean is <laughs> What I mean is, is financially, what a horrible year. We, go, we have to go to the accountant tomorrow. We gotta sign a bunch of papers and all that. Accountant did all, we have an accountant do our stuff because of a, we have a small business and all that. Man, the business lost a lot of money this year. Uh -huh. Oh my word. We, <laughs> I've shared this with you, I don't know how many times, I have no idea how our bills get paid. Not a clue. But the money always shows up. Amen. Right when we need it. Amen. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I'm and I'm saying that because when I looked at our, our giving, you know, 
And it's like we not only give here, but we give in other ways and stuff like that. Our giving increased over the year before. Amen. And I went, wow. I was looking at that. And I was thinking, look at that. Yeah. Like we actually gave more than we did last year. We made less money. How in the world can that happen? <laughs> but believe me, it happened. Yes. Amen. But that's exactly what I'm talking about when it's believing that he's got your back. Yes. Right. Amen. Having faith. Amen. Believing. Yes. And it's, oh, man, I'll tell you what. It's hard. It's hard. It's a thousand-foot drop. And he says, believe me. Just jump. If you want to fly, Just jump. step off that Cliff. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm. Do I really want to step off that? Man, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> I'm scared of what might happen. Uh huh. And so then, what you do, you finally say, "Man, I gotta go for it." You look, you look around. You're like, "I don't want this." That's right. Yeah. It's like. Okay, Lord, here we go. You step off that cliff, and all of a sudden you feel a hand grab you. Yeah. Yes. Flying through the air. Amen. Now, that's just a picture. But I'll tell you what. When you obey the Lord and you do what you're supposed to do and believe that he's got your back, Every time a blessing happens, you are going to be blown away. Right. Yep, yep. And I mean that. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I say money can't buy that. Money can't buy that. Yeah. Nope. Right. It's like you realize it's from God. Yeah. You realize that. Yeah. Our, our furnace, here we are, it's cold. Our furnace just dies on us. It's like... Oh my word, we don't, I don't have any money to get the furnace fixed and everything, so I go down there, Lord bless me with the ability to figure things out. Amen. Go down there and I said, you know, and I, I'm going, well, it's got to be in here, so I undo it and I take it apart, find a plastic part that went bad in one of the, the blower mm -hmm. for the forced draft. So I'm going, I look it up online, and we got the piece for what, $40? So we bought the piece for $40, put it back in there, and furnace came back on. Yeah. Now, I said to Dean, I says, you know what? I'll bet if we had called someone to come in and fix that, we'd have been looking at probably four to $500 yeah. to yeah. fix that. Yeah. But praise the Lord, we got it done for 40 bucks. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It was over 60 degrees. Yes. Yeah. That week was that really warm yeah. week. <laughs> God's good. We didn't even need the furnace. Amen. That cool. Yeah. That's right. I forgot that because we were talking about that. Look at the weather. Yeah. Wow. But see, it's I, I say that I say that, but I'm boasting in the Lord. Yes. It's not me right. boasting in the Lord. Right. Because. Yeah. Um, when I, when I see people struggle, and it's like, in, oh, my heart goes, I pray for all of you. I really do. I pray for all of you, especially you young families. Mm -hmm. I pray for you all the time because I know what you're going through. Yeah. 
and I know how hard it is, and I know, been there, yeah. done that, and you gotta believe me, trust in the Lord, and he will take care of everything. Yeah. But you gotta believe it. Mm -hmm. To believe it, you gotta put it into action. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just say it, do it. Yes. And watch what happens. Yeah. Okay. Boy, am I glad I condensed this because, wow, I haven't got anywhere near where I wanted to get. I know what you mean, no. <laughs> oh. Let's turn to uh, Matthew chapter, oh, sorry. Let's go to James chapter 2. Let's go over these real quick and then we'll go to Matthew. James chapter 2. You know, um, it's so neat. I don't know what it's like for for Brother Marshall. I, I don't know what it's like for him. But, you know, I've been studying this all week, you know, and I've been going through it and everything. And I'm sitting down there, and I know i got to come up here. Man, I'm just shaking in my shoes. <laughs> just as nervous as can be. It is so neat to be up here and then not have any fear whatsoever. Uh, that is a cool feeling. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, that's the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, but it's like, it's intimidating in a way because you yeah. realize that everything you say, yeah. you're accountable for. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Don't want to get it wrong. Mm -hmm. right. Got to get it right. Don't want to mislead anybody. Mm -hmm. Okay, James chapter 2. We're going to... Read a few verses here. Verse 14. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? See, that goes right back to what Brother Welch was saying. It just with the tithes and offerings. It's kindergarten faith. Yeah. If, you, if you can't believe him in taking care of your financial situation. Let me go on. I'm going to go off on a little bit on that a little bit. You say, well, I have this bill, and I have this, and i got to do this, and i got to do this, and i got to do this. Have you ever sat down and thought, why do you have to do that? Now, this is what I mean. Just like in business, just like what businesses are going through, through this thing, all of a sudden, you lose your income. Yeah. All right? So now, what do you do, okay? You take care of all the emergency things and the stuff that, that isn't so critical, you put them over here. So I guess what I'm saying is, is if you evaluate your situation and ask the Lord to guide you, he will show you where you can, what do I say, cut the fat off. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And get to what really matters. Yeah. And it'll help you so much with your money. Yeah. Believe me. Mm -hmm. it, it, believe me. So, all right, get back on what I was saying. Okay? If you have not works, can faith save you? So we show our faith by what we do. Yes. Yeah. That's how we show our faith. It's one thing, man, it's amazing. How many of you got the Holy Ghost? Yes. How many of you got it just beaming out of you? 
Well, come on. Yeah. I want to see some hands. Because yes. I know you all got it. Yes. But this is what I'm saying. At work, wow. It's an amazing thing. You have no idea at work how much your light shines at work. Right. Yes. You know why it shines? Because of the way you're acting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Man, there's people at work that cuss and don't lie. Yeah. They come around me. Yeah. Right? They like walk around. Some people, they like scoop by me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not scary. I'm not scary, you know? But it's like, but it's like, you're full of the Holy Ghost. And if you're full of the Holy Ghost, we've been hearing Brother Marshall preach on this and teach on this. And it's like, if you're full of the Holy Ghost, you have all the power you need to do anything you need to do. Amen. And you, you have that source for all the wisdom you need to deal with any situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to hang on to somebody else. Yeah. Right. I learned, man, I learned that the hard way. I remember uh, Dan Boyson. Dan Boyson, the guy that, man, oh, awesome to see him get saved. Wow. Fornicator, oh. womanizer, adulterer, meth head, drunk, alcoholic, brawler. Man, wow, he got saved. Mm -hmm. Wow. I remember him, he, I remember him coming to me drunk, totally drunk, could hardly stand up. He lived right next door to where we worked. And I was there on a Saturday and I was in there working and he comes in drunk. He's hanging on the bench like this, and he's <coughs> chewing on a piece of chicken. I'll never forget. He says to me, he goes, he's spitting chicken all over my face. And he says, why are you so different? <laughs> the Lord put me in that situation because I'm a, I used to be a person that wanted everything so-so. Yes. Couldn't accept anybody the way they were. Mm. Oh, they stink. I don't want nothing to do with them. Yeah. Oh, they look funny. I don't want nothing to do with them. Come on. But he put Dan in my life in that situation to make me realize you have no idea what's going through a person's heart. Yeah. No idea whatsoever. No idea whatsoever. And the Holy Ghost that you have in you is like this bright light in this world. Right. Mm -hmm. And they see the hope that you have, the peace that you have. You're not stressed out. You're not going around. Oh, I'm afraid of the bug. Uh -huh. yeah. You're not going around like that. That's right. Yeah, you wash your hands and you do the disinfectant thing because that's yeah. what your boss wants you to do and yeah. everything. Yeah. But you're not worried about it. And they see that in you. Yeah. People I work with are seeing that in me. It's like, man, aren't you stressed out over this? It's like... Not at all. Yeah. Right. Amen. 
So the Holy Ghost that you have inside of you is a bright light. Here's the thing. When someone asks you what makes you so different, make sure you give credit to the right ones. Yes, right. right. Amen. Amen. Don't say, well, well, I started doing this, and I started doing that, and I started doing this. No, don't do that, because you just became God. Yes. Right? That's what you did. But make sure you give them the glory, because I'll right. tell you what. Man, this Holy Ghost that's inside of me, there's not a single thing in this world that can compare with heaven, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. That's right. So getting back to what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> if you got the Holy Ghost, you got everything you need. Right. Amen. You have everything you need to show your faith. That's right. Put your faith in action. Amen. It's there. Satan's constantly going to be pounding on you. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. He won't do it. He won't do it. He won't do it. He won't do it. But man... You say, get behind me, Satan. You take that jump, and look what happens. God did it. Yes. Just like he said he would. Amen. Show your faith. Show it. You got the Holy Ghost? Show it. Mm -hmm. Let's go, let's see, James 2.17. A couple verses down here. It says, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yes. So you can say you have faith, but if your faith has no actions, right. it's dead. Uh -huh. There's yeah. no faith there. That's right. James 2.26, verse 26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, wow. Yeah. wow. So faith without works is dead also. Right. Wow. Woo. See? See the parallel there? Yeah. Yep. Spirit, faith, mm. they go together. Just like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> let's, let's turn to Matthew chapter 8. Let's go on. Matthew chapter 8. See, I, I, I'm, I want to... Oh, I'm so full of stories. I don't know if I should tell you this or not. But How many of you ever heard of Sean Hannity? You ever heard of Sean Hannity? Yeah. He, when he was on the radio, I remember this was years ago, I heard him do an interview one time, and I always thought he was the worst interviewer because he was constantly interrupting whoever it was he was interviewing. And so he had this lady on there, and I couldn't believe who it was. Her name was Daryl Hannah. She's an actress. Mm -hmm. And Daryl Hannah is a big environmentalist. Big, big, big time mm -hmm. environmentalist. And he has her on her show. And if I remember, this interview was like an hour long. He let her basically say anything she wanted to say. Hardly ever interrupted her, asked her good questions, stuff like that. And so at the end of the interview, he says, you're probably all wondering, why did I do this? Now, this is pretty cool what he said. Yeah. And this goes along with what I'm saying, okay? There's all kinds of environmentalists out there that just think that, you know, now, you know it all. It's yeah. all around you. They say, yeah, we got to you know, shrink our carbon footprint as they drive around in their SUV or they live in a big house. Yeah. 
or they do all these things. In other words, they don't live what they say. Right. Yeah. The reason he had this lady on there was here she is, an actress, super rich, but she drove around in this little teeny tiny car, mm -hmm. lives in a small house, she doesn't go flying around everywhere in a private jet or anything like that. So the reason he did that was because she lived what she said, mm -hmm. and he had respect for her. Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing. When we, I don't know why this came on my mind, but when we say that we serve God, and we say, you know, we're a child of God and we don't act like it, yeah. Nobody's going to hear anything you say. That's right. That's right. You just destroyed your witness. That's right. Right. Okay. So we're all human. We all have flesh, and we always have to keep it in check. Because Satan knows how to trip your trigger. Yeah. He knows how to do it. So we have to be careful. But it's like I know. <laughs> I remember when I first moved out here to South Dakota. Guy I worked with. Every other word was a cuss word. And he says, hey, how would you like to come to my church? I'll never forget that. I wouldn't even say it yet. I remember him saying that. And I'm going, why in the world would I go to your church? Like, I want to be like you. I'll never forget that. So, oh, wow. Okay. Where am I? Matthew chapter 8. Starting at verse 21. This is, I love this. This is like a word picture. I love it. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. I'm going to stop there for a second. Yeah. I have, been, I have been told by people, man, you are just so insensitive. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, no, it's like, I'm not insensitive. It's like, I don't want to get wrapped up in drama. Yeah. Amen. Now, I believe this with all my heart. Drama is sin. Because drama is you're making something up out of something that doesn't even exist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's drama. So it's like, I mean, man, I, I've had people come and they just, they just pour out, just bawling, and I'm oh, oh, this is happening, oh, and I just, and it's like, and man, oh. Can take so much of it, yeah. and I get right in their face. I says, "Will you snap out of it?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amen. What in the world are you accomplishing? That's I mean, right. it was like, then you go up one, I go up one side of them and down the other, and afterwards they're sitting there and after they're going, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah. <laughs> but you had to get through all that drama yeah. Yeah. before yeah. you came to the reality. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. So it's like when it says here, Jesus said unto him, "Follow me." Let the dead bury their dead. Yeah. Don't get wrapped up. Don't get wrapped up in the stuff in this world. Right? Yeah. Don't get wrapped up in it. Don't. Verse 23, when he, he was entered into his ship, his disciples followed him. 
And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with, with the waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Yeah. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? Mm-hmm. Now when I you look at that, and it's like, I'm afraid I'm going to get this germ. I'm afraid I'm going to get sick. Wow. I serve the one that made the germ. Right. So why, what am I afraid of? Right. It was like, well, I don't want to die. Well, sorry, but you're all going to die. Right. That's right. The Lord already knows when. Yeah. And he knows how. All right. Already knows. Yeah. And like I said, it admits the I'll say it right, the coronavirus, not the coronavirus. The <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah. If that's it, then that's it. Yep. The Lord knew it. Right. Okay. So don't worry about it. Amen. Don't worry about it. See, they were so wrapped up in everything that's going on, forgetting that the one who created Everything yeah. that they're dealing with is sound asleep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on. And it's like, see, they didn't have they didn't have the Holy Ghost like we do. Yeah. Right. So we have an advantage. So it's like, okay, if Jesus is down there sleeping through this, then I think I'm just gonna go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna worry about it. Right. Everything will be okay. When I think of some of the windstorms we've had, right, I, I just got to share this with you. I got trees all around my house, big trees, all kinds of, they got dead limbs on them and the whole thing. Have these big windstorms. I go driving around, these big, huge limbs that come down on houses and all this stuff and everything, and it's like nothing on our house. I said, thank you, Jesus. Every time I go out there, I say, thank you, Jesus. You know, and it's like, He's watching over you. Yeah. Amen. He's watching over you. Stand out there. Oh, I'm afraid the branch is going to land on the house. Yep. It's like he made the tree and he made the wind. Amen. Yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. That doesn't mean don't care. Right. Don't, right. That's right. don't misunderstand me. It's like don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. Um. Now let's turn to. I'm going to wrap this up here. Let's turn to uh, Colossians chapter 1. I just want to read these these, uh, two verses here, verses 16 and 17. And I want you to, when I read this, I want you to understand something. Our faith, our faith is based on whether or not we believe God is. Yes. Yes. Okay? So verse 16 and 17 says, For by him were all things created, 
that are in heaven and that are in earth, yeah. visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Yes. So, if you take what's in those verses right there, when you realize that um, I was going to do this tonight, but I'm not going to do it, because I was going to sing a song to you, a song that I wrote with the help of King David. And what it is is... It's a song about how much does God know me? When you realize just how much he knows, how could you not believe mm. that he has your back? Yeah. Amen. He knows how he can tell you exactly how many hairs you have on your body. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let's multiply that times 7.4 billion people right now. Yeah. So he knows how many hairs are on all them. Yeah. He knows how many hairs were on all the ones that are asleep. Yeah. Yeah. He knows how many hairs that are going to be on the ones that are being born. Yeah. 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 That's just that's just hair. Yeah. Okay, that's one category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's put on all the others. He knows every cell in a piece of wood. Yeah. He knows every bird. He knows every cell of every bird that flies around. Mm -hmm. He knows why your eyeballs work. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you just start thinking about it. Start thinking about that stuff. Yep. What God's done. Yeah. And what he's created. And it's all, you know, all he wants, he wants you to love him. Amen. Right? That's Amen. all he wants. All he wants is to be loved. Mm -hmm. He wants to be obeyed. That's right. He wants, he wants us to fit our life into him, not fit him into our life. Yeah. That's good. We always get it backwards. Yeah. We always get it backwards. Man, it's been hard. It was hard not being here Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, that felt so weird not being here Sunday. Yeah. And then Wednesday, I'm at work and I'm thinking, man, getting ready for Bible study. And I go, oh, that's right. <laughs> Fridays. Fridays are. Yeah. And it was like, man, I got thinking about that. And it's like, man, I miss all my brothers and sisters. Yep. I miss them. I already miss them. It's only been a week and I already miss them. But it's like, um, our faith, man, we've got to put action to yeah, our faith. Yeah, we amen. have to believe it. Yeah. You know, uh, Brother Marshall, he's been, he has been challenging us over and over and over and over and over. And it's like some of you are going to be really getting tired of hearing it. I'm not. But I'm, it's like, I look around here and I see so much ability yep. and so much talent and so much potential. And it's like, if only you would believe and have faith to see what God can do with yes. you. Yes. Now, 
I am paranoid getting in front of people, which is so bizarre that I can be up here in front of you. Because believe me, this is not me. Wow. If you knew what I was like growing up, and oh my word, I, Lord was, the Lord was just reminding me of what I was like when I was a kid and all the things I went through as a kid. I had a rough life growing up. Man, it was rough. Not with people, but with personal things. <clears throat> the way I grew up. I had a lot of problems growing up. Got picked on a lot. You know, bullying? I could write a book on bullying. Wow. And that was before there were five psychologists for every person. Yeah. <laughs> There's counselors for everything today. Yeah. Yeah. When I grew up, there wasn't any. You had to live with it. You had to yeah. deal with it. You had to get through it. Mm. You know? But when I say that, it's like the only way you're going to excel and go further and just see what the Lord can do with you is you have to take a step. That's right. Yeah. You gotta believe it. You gotta believe it. Um, uh, man, I could go on and on and on. So I'm just gonna close with this. Matthew chapter 5. You don't have to look this up. I can read it to you. You don't need to look it up. I can just read it to you. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says this. <laughs> Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen. It's, it's something. When I grew, I grew up in the Baptist church, and one of the things that was hammered into us is you're not saved by works. Okay? Now, they base that all on one verse. I can show you all kinds of verses that says, without works, you don't have any faith. Yeah. Okay? And so the Lord, the Lord put this on me this week, and it's like in these days, it's like never before I think about this, can the peace that we have inside of us show like a bright light in this world? Mm -hmm. Because this world has no peace right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. No peace. I have never seen so much paranoia in my life. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Man. And it's like fearful. People are fearful. But see, that all has to do with no hope. Yeah. There's no hope. There's no peace. There's no joy. There's no direction. There's no assurance. None of that. We have that in the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Amen. You don't, 
Man, you ever realize how special you really are? Right. Wow. Man, I lived 35 years believing that I knew the truth. I, I saw, I think, Franklin Graham, Billy's son. Mm -hmm. He says, yeah, in these stressful times, just reach out to the Lord and invite him into your life. And he'll make everything better. And if you've done that, I'm just listening to this thing, and yeah. it's like, man, this is what we said at the Baptist church all the time. Yeah. You know, and it was like, man, you weren't giving anybody any peace. No. You weren't even telling them how to get peace. You're just that, just say this little prayer, yeah. and everything will be okay. And it's like, wow. I see that, and the world, the church of the world is full of that. But we have the truth. Yeah. We have the truth. We have that assurance. We have the promise. Wow. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Pastor, you want to say something? Okay. All right. Now, I said some things here tonight about, you know, faith. And Maybe, just maybe, you're someone here that is, you're, your faith is being tried right now. Yes. When I think about all the people that are out of work, not because they chose to be out of work, they were made to be out of work, and they have bills to pay, and they have all these things I don't know, maybe you're one of them, maybe you're not. I don't know. I don't know your situation. But it's like, you need, you really need to reach out to God to give and have him give you the direction that you need and the assurance that you need. Because, believe me, all the times... All the times we were in situations where we had no idea how stuff was going to get paid. Mm -hmm. And the Lord always came through. Always came through. Right on time. And all this uncertainty that's in this world, and we're all in it. See, it's one thing to be here. Holy Ghost is just thicker than thick in here. Yeah. And we all have that same feeling, that assurance. We know we're in the Holy Spirit right yeah. here. We're with like-minded, we're in one accord, but when we step out there, still. Still. you want here with me. <laughs> you're here, you, you're with me in spirit, yeah. but I can't see you. Mm -hmm. So now you're out there all by yourself, and you get into situations <clears throat> and everything, and now it's time to... I'm going to stand on God. I'm yeah. going to stand. I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe. Yeah. Because believe, because a majority of our faith in our walk with God is outside of here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not here. It's when you're all by yourself. Yeah. And the only one you can de depend on and lean on is God. That's, right. That's it. Yeah. That's all you've got. 
And those are the times when your faith is going to grow if you reach out to them. But if you start taking everybody's advice, instead of leaning on the Lord, you won't have that peace. You won't have that assurance. You won't have any of it. You know what? You know what the Lord loves is when you quote his word yes. to him. Yeah. Lord, didn't you say mm -hmm. you'd never leave me nor forsake Amen. me? That's right. I'm I'm still right here. I'm just waiting on you. Amen. I'm, here. Yeah. I'm waiting on you. And it's like you go through those situations and you realize that he's been there all the time. And it's, it's, I just want to encourage, I want to encourage all of you. Have faith in the Lord. Hang on to the Lord. Because I'll tell you what, these days ahead, you mark my words, pay attention to what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Pay attention. There's so much going on. There's things that are going on in the world that you're not even hearing in the news now. Sometimes I think what's going, this whole thing is a distraction yeah, yeah, yeah. from stuff that's going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But big things are happening in the world. Yeah. And it's all written right here. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm just getting chills yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. We're so close. Yeah. Man, just think. You may see with your own eyes. You may know what it's going to feel like. To go flying through the air. Lord willing. Think about that. We're right there. Man. When I was man, when I was a 20-year-old, you know, you read things in the Bible says like, how in the world could that possibly happen? Because things just weren't right in the world. It's just man, everything's just lining up. Everything's lining up. And it's gonna happen quicker, 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 quicker. Nina said, did you know there was another earthquake? You realize we've been having earthquakes yeah. like one a week? Big earthquakes. Yeah. Not like nine on the Richter scale, but I mean, it's shaking yeah. everybody, believe me. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Place where they didn't even know they would get an earthquake. Yeah. They're getting earthquakes. Salt Lake City, isn't that something? Yeah. Wow. Salt Lake City got an earthquake. What's that? Texas. Texas got one today. Isn't that something? Look up. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Lord's going to return. And I hope, man, I hope all of you, when you leave here tonight, just, I hope you have that assurance that, man, he's got our backs. Yeah. Man. He's got our backs. Amen. 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 Wow. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand for yeah. that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Be patient. Amen. Be patient. He'll keep his promise. Just be patient. Abraham waited 25 years. Imagine how he felt when he was holding his baby boy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I bet he wasn't quiet. <laughs> yeah. 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 
And when God keeps his promise with you, you won't be quiet. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. All right, let's all stand. We're going to close in prayer. Praise God. And, man, how many of you, is this your first service of the week? All of you? Wow. You don't know how bad I wanted to come see you. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to come. But, hey, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? <laughs> <laughs>